Welcome to the Jesus 360 podcast, the devotional guide to the names and descriptions of Jesus given to us by the Apostle John in the book of Revelation. Brother Daniel and myself, Blair Phillips, are going to co-host today's discussion on Jesus, the one who gave his disciples a testimony. And so we are still in Revelation chapter 1, verse 9. I'm going to read that verse just one more time, as we did at the last podcast, that I, John, both your brother and companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was on the island that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. And so, Daniel, today as we begin meditating upon this description of Jesus, I'm just impressed upon uh, the fact that this is what John said he was being persecuted for, both the scripture but also the testimony of Jesus in the scripture and for the witness of Jesus in the scripture. And so I'm really excited about today's conversation. Well, Blair, this is, uh, this is classic Jesus 101. When Jesus began to talk about uh, the clashes between light and darkness, how he's the light of the world and the world hated him. Because the world hated him, they will not treat his disciple better than him because they are bearer of light. And they are the bearer of his gospel. They are the bearer of his testimony. So in other words, he said, do not premeditate before time what you might say when they bring you to put you on trial in front of the courts and uh, the Sanhedrin and the synagogues and uh, in, in the past. And Jesus said that don't premeditate ahead of time. The Holy Spirit will give you words at an hour so that you will bear witness of me. And Paul himself had the experience of doing that uh, in Caesarea when he was kept in prison for two years and be questioned by Festus and Felix and King Agrippa and every time he testified boldly and almost actually convinced those who listened to his testimony to believe in Jesus. And Paul would desire to do that again in front of Caesar in Rome. That's why he appealed to Caesar and went as a prisoner uh, on, on ships to Rome. And so in our life, Jesus uh, really uh, spoke to us that those who desire to live a godly life will face persecution. And the reason is very simple. The light of the world has come in and exposed the works of darkness, and the works of darkness could not bear the shining light that exposed their deeds, so they're trying to remove the light from around them so they can continue on in the works that they deem to be good, which is not good. And so we have a situation where Jesus is the bearer of the testimony of the Father. You know, in John 14, Jesus said, He who has seen me has seen the Father. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Al Philip, of course, uh, was trying to prop into how to get to where Jesus would go in his next destination. They didn't understand that Jesus was trying to return to the Father, not from the realm of this world. And so they were trying to, they thought Jesus was migrating to another geographical location, but that was not true. So Jesus told them that he who has seen me has seen the Father. When they insisted uh, that Jesus would show them the glory of the Father. So we are the bearer of the testimony of Jesus, and Jesus himself is the bearer of the testimony of the Father. And we who 
have seen Jesus, have seen the Father. Daniel, it sticks out to me how much Jesus in the gospel ties the testimony of him to the power of the Holy Spirit and the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And I think, you know, that's something even we see in Acts chapter 2 with 120 uh, who are waiting in the upper room for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And once the Holy Spirit comes upon them, the bold, powerful, and effectual proclamation of the testimony of Jesus through the Word of God, through the Scripture, is given. And so I feel like the need for asking for more of the Holy Spirit that we might be bold, effectual witnesses of the testimony of Jesus. Well, certainly that that is a very key application point. But when we meditate upon Jesus, who is the testimony, who carried the testimony of the unseen God, and we, first of all, need to get to know this Jesus before we walk out the application point related to us as his disciple. Now, let's think about this. No one has seen God at any time, but the fullness of the Godhead dwells in bodily form. The eternal Logos. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. And this God, full of grace grace and truth, this Word, full of grace and truth, came in a bodily form so that we can behold Him in the flesh. We can touch Him. We can hear His Word that is recorded in the Gospel. And so by hearing Him, by relating to Him, and then by seeing that he went to the cross for us and believing in him, and then he rose again, and many others since then have believed in him by faith, and others have seen him in the resurrected format, like Paul on the road of Damascus. By experiencing and encountering Jesus, who carried the fullness of the Godhead within him, we can get to know the Lord. And because he is the testimony of God, we can know God through Christ. We cannot know God apart from Christ. There is no other name under heaven of which we must be saved. We can be saved except through the name of Jesus. There's no possible way we can know God unless through the revelation of the Son of Man, Son of God, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And for many people, that is a point of contention because they think there are many ways that lead to heaven. There are many ways that God manifests Himself in many forms. Yes, we can experience God in, in His creation in a general sense, but the special revelation of who God is and His redemptive plan, especially in terms of His covenant, comes only through Jesus and only in Christ alone can we enter into eternal life and have our sin forgiven and have our redemption and have our relationship restored to God and begin to enter into the Holy of Holies because Jesus Christ in Hebrew chapter 4 has opened a new and living way for us and then He has been our great high priest. And that is very important. So by knowing that Jesus is the testimony of God and we can only come to God through Christ, then we live each day abiding in Christ so that we will be fruitful and we will bear much fruits and we will enter into the works of God. It is 
not works that save us. It is by grace in Christ, through faith in Christ, that we are saved, but we are saved unto the abundance of wonderful works that have been prepared for us, according to Ephesians chapter 2. Well, and as John is sharing here, he is being persecuted for this testimony because he is testifying that Jesus is the only way. And so I think that's important to know even as we boldly, uh, by the power of the Holy Spirit, carry this testimony of the singularity of Jesus as access to God. We have to be prepared to be persecuted just as John was. Especially for the sake of the testimony of the gospel. Mm -hmm. While the good news that we bring might not be deemed as good news to many, and we have to, uh, by the power of the Spirit, in the loving way, continue to live in the truth and speak the truth. To Daniel, lead us in prayer. Father, we thank you for your son. He is the testimony of you. He's not just a part of the testimony of you. Through Jesus Christ, we can know you fully. Apart from him, we cannot know you. By your Spirit, the Holy Spirit revealed Jesus to us. And by knowing Jesus, we know you. And because Jesus is the testifier of the Father, I can know the Father. I am, I am destined to be in relationship with the Father in Christ by the Spirit. And because I'm destined to be in relationship, be restored in my relationship to the Father in Christ by the Spirit, I can walk by your Spirit every day and do the amazing works that you have prepared for me as an expression of my life and life abundantly. So I pray for our audience today that not only their faith will be solidly anchored in Christ, that Christ alone, they, they place their trust but their life will be so abundantly full of vibrancy out of this relationship, so full of fruitfulness through this relationship to the Father in Christ Jesus by the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. We want to thank you for joining us for today's Jesus 360 podcast. We look forward to you joining us next time as we continue to meditate on the names and descriptions of Jesus given to us in the book of Revelation. You satisfy my soul. You satisfy my soul. You satisfy my soul with your love. You satisfy my soul. You satisfy